We welcome back to our studio Florence-based Emmy Award-winning filmmaker Larry Hot. Cool films with Larry Hot, and we are really interested to know what recommendations you have for us as you review films as a voting member of the Academy of Motion Picture, Picture Arts and Sciences. Oh, yeah, it's a science, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Dr. Hot, what do you have for us today? Well, the films that are the top 15 for both the short and the long are in alphabetical order. That's for documentaries. Docu documentaries. So I am now looking at all of them, and I will vote next week. And because they're in alphabetical order, sometimes strange things happen in combination. I remember a couple of weeks ago, I reviewed two films named Bella because they came up in alphabetical order. Well, this time I have two films to start with the word still. You're already up to the S's? You've, you've been watching a lot <laughs> well, of been, movies. They've Mr. been boiled down to the top 15. So I, within the top 15, I'm in the S's. And there's a film called Still, a Michael J. Fox movie, and another one called A Still Small Voice. So I watched them in order. And the connection between them is pretty astounding. The Michael J. Fox movie is about somebody going through Parkinson's disease over many, many years. And a still small voice is about a chaplain in the city hospital in New York, Mount Sinai Hospital, who takes care of patients who were in advanced stages of disease, like Parkinson's. So a great combination. Let me talk first a little bit about this Michael J. Fox movie. And I'm the title of which is it, what? Just Still? Still, colon, a Michael J. Fox movie. This, uh, my prediction is this is... Definitely going to be in the top five. And I think it's got a 50-50 chance of getting the Oscar. And this is why. This is a pure Hollywood film. It's a documentary, but it's about a Hollywood star done in a Hollywood style. The film's getting a lot of attention. It's on Apple TV. It's on HBO Max. It's made by Davis Guggenheim, who's a documentary film filmmaker famous for Waiting for Superman, a uh, film about charter schools, uh, great film, but a very controversial subject. But he's done a wonderful job with this film by doing something that I haven't seen very often done in documentaries before. He combines reenactments with clips from every TV show and film that Michael Fox has been in to illustrate his life. So, for example, if Michael J. Fox is talking about how he had to hide his um, the twitch or the uh, trembling in his hand. You're going to see that in many, many movies that he's in, right? Or if he's just talking about how how um, dynamic he was, how he could not stop running as an actor, metaphorically from job to job. Those scenes of him running in various TV shows and films are in this documentary, cleverly clipped together. So. If we can hear a clip from this, you get a sense of the style of still a Michael J. Fox movie. Two. Here we go. Ready and action. Wait a minute, Doc. Uh, are you telling me that you built a time machine out of a DeLorean? What did it mean to be still? I wouldn't know. I was never still. That's him. That's our star. I want this job. I can do it. Whatever the exception is, I can fix it. I can be older. I can be taller. I can be anything. The popularity of Michael J. Fox is a phenomenon. 
Here is Michael J. Fox. What is the secret of your success? And the winner is Michael J. Fox. I don't believe this. This is great. I feel four feet tall. <laughs> I get it. I was that comment at the end, he's, he's holding up the Emmys. I feel four feet tall. I can identify with that. Um, but height is actually a very important part of this film because his backstory, which I, hadn't, I had no idea about, he rose up in Canada. He's very, very short for his age and very cute. He's not going to be good at football or any other sport, but he's good at drama. And he gets, he, he finds about out about an audition for a Hollywood film while he's in Canada, and they're looking for somebody to play a 12-year-old, but he's 16. Now, this is one of the tricks of Hollywood, right? If you look very young and you're older and mature enough to be an actor, they want you, right? So he gets this job, and he, he moves immediately to Hollywood, and then goes through years, years of, of living uh, abject poverty. He's not from a wealthy family at all, so there's very little support for him. And he's working as many jobs as he possibly can. But we have footage of all those jobs because they were film jobs. So the filmmaker is able to illustrate his life with actual scenes from what he's talking about. And then thrown in some reenactments as well. So I mentioned the, the height thing because this is really important because it's talking about what your looks mean in Hollywood. And so he can take advantage of being short because he can play younger characters. But he's also frenetic. And this is something that, in, that leads him to addiction. This addiction of alcohol and drugs, right? And this gets confused with his Parkinson's because he gets it at a very young age, at 27 years old. He's diagnosed, diagnosed yes, at age and, 27. And as we, as, as viewers who know about him, we don't know this because he is masking it all that time, which is a very important part of the documentary. And the, so the subtext of this documentary is... Shame, hiding things. You know, when you're a public persona, when you're a public person and you have a persona, then what do you mean? What do you have to do to keep it? And of course, the pressure leads him to doing drugs and alcohol and things like that. He's got a very supportive wife who becomes a part of, part of the story as well. So I find this, even though it, ha it has the the allure and the glamour of Hollywood, uh, superficially on top of it, it's a very serious film. It, it does not suffer, <laughs> let me turn, turn that phrase around, it benefits from Michael J. Fox's charisma, which comes through even though he is a, a broken person. I'm talking about literally broken. There is a fantastic scene while he's sitting, getting ready for an interview in this, in this production where they're putting, the makeup artist is putting makeup on his face to cover the broken cheekbones that he suffered from a fall just a couple of days ago because he can no longer walk well or hardly walk at all. And a, and a character in the film who doesn't get a lot of speaking time, but you see him a lot, he has a personal trainer, which is another thing that I think is an interesting issue that comes out. If, you, if you're watching closely, you realize, wait a second, Michael J. Fox is a multimillionaire and a star with a huge support system that he can afford to pay for. But the average person with Parkinson's in society is going to be stuck away in an institution or at home, unable to afford the care that they really need. That's never talked about in the film. But I think if you are at all aware of our health system, you'll watch this film and say, this is a very 
privileged person who is lucky enough to get the support and have this attention. But I think, Larry, that's one of the things I admire most about Michael J. Fox. Exactly. He is really vocal about exactly that. He talks about privilege, and he, and he talks about doing something about this dreaded disease for so many people. The other thing I've always mm -hmm. loved about him, I can't think of anyone mm -hmm. else. Maybe Stephen mm -hmm. Colbert on mm -hmm. the Colbert Report from right. Comet. He played a right-wing nutcase. Oh, Alex case. P. Keaton. And, our and family ties. As did Michael J. Fox. He, play, he played this conservative young teenager mm -hmm. when, in fact, his politics were diametrically opposed. But he did it believably, as did yes. Colbert. And, and, you know, that show was interesting, Family Ties, because it occurs very soon after the hippie movement. And the parents have just gotten old enough to have kids, and then their kid wears a tie to school. Remember, and he's the businessman, and the parents, and the parents are the hippies. But it's important what you said about uh, Michael J. Fox's commitment to... Um, Parkinson's research, he has a foundation. It's the Michael J. Fox Parkinson's Foundation. And the title card at the end of the film says that they've raised $2 billion so far. Right. So he is using his For fame. For Parkinson's research, Parkinson's primarily. research. He's leveraging his fame. And, and, and the neurological wing at Columbia Presbyterian in, in New York, they say that more research happened as a result of Michael J. Fox's efforts than any other grant that they've received. Exactly, and so I, I think he is doing the right thing, and the film is paid for by the foundation. Uh, and this is a, some of the things that comes up in these Academy Awards, is that frequently some of the best produced films are commercials, in a way, a long-form form commercial. Uh, in this case, I don't think that there is the, the stink of capitalism or commercialism in this film, because he, he comes across as an honest, open person, uh, and the title still is just an indication that he can't stop. But it's also it's so many entendres, double, triple entendres there, because part of Parkinson's is having these tremors, right? So he never stops moving anyway, even if, even if he wanted to. So will you vote for this film? Well, let me say I'm not supposed to reveal my vote, uh, but I've already indicated that I like the film. But this is a very rich year for long-form documentaries. Uh, even though the money's getting harder to find for, for film, uh, all 15 films are great. And we're going to get to some more of them next week and one more in the next segment of this show. We'll be right back to hear more. The next film we'll hear about is A Still Small Voice. We'll be right back. More Talk the Talk with Bill Newman and Buzz Eisenberg coming up right here on WHMP. You're listening to Talk the Talk with Bill Newman and Buzz Eisenberg, WHMP. We continue our conversation with Florence-based Emmy Award-winning filmmaker Larry Hott, a member and voting member of the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences. He's reviewing films because he has to vote. We're not going to talk about voting for just a minute. We'll have another topic, but we would like to know what the film is that you want to tell us next. You've paired a still, still a Michael J. Fox movie with a still small voice, which you're going to tell us about now. Larry Hot. So as frenetic as the Michael J. Fox movie was. Which was stop there for one second. You liked this movie. I loved it. And I loved you're it. recommending that we spend some time to see it. Absolutely. Fast-paced, but intelligent and fun, and also has depth, and you learn not only through his biography uh, about what kind of person he is, but you also learn what this disease does to somebody yeah. and how somebody can handle it with, with grace and fortitude. Which is, re is really hard. My dad had Parkinson's. It was really tough, really yeah. tough. 
Um, and so, well, the grace and fortitude question comes up in this film, Still Small Voice, which is about a woman named Mati, who is a uh, intern chaplain at Mount Sinai Hospital in New York. You can imagine what chaplains do. Um, they serve the patients who are going through the worst moments of their lives. Uh, everything from being with the family as somebody passes away to helping out a family uh, was having some tragedy, say, around uh, a birth. I wanted to say where the word, the phrase, still small voice comes from. As soon as I saw the title, I said, I know, I know that phrase. I've heard that phrase many, many times. It's in the Bible in two places. One is the story of Elijah. I won't go into the story, uh, but um, the part of it is this phrase, the still small voice from within, pushing us in the direction of love and justice. It's also in the Yom Kippur service. Uh, it's not necessarily the word still, it's sometimes just a quiet, small voice, but it's the God within us, right? It's not the overpowering, it's not the authoritarian figure, it's that still small voice within you that compels you to do something, to do justice, to do, or to help someone. That's where it comes from, it's a, it's a, it's a religious, biblical reference. And that resonates in this film because this woman, Mati, um, what's the right phrase? Well, she has left the Hasidic community. She was in an Orthodox Jewish, ultra-Orthodox Jewish family, and she takes this internship at Mount Sinai Hospital. As you could imagine, the people who are doing this kind of work need a lot of help. So the structure of the film is around the five people who are in this program with her and her supervisor, and Every day. This is a program at Mount Sinai yeah. Hospital for, it's, for, for who, chaplains. For, for chaplains. chaplains. Yeah. Okay. So from different religions who are there to help out people. But one thing I was surprised about is it's not, they don't say, oh, what to the patient, what religion are you? We'll get you a chaplain to match. It's who's ever available, which is an important part of the story. And if we have a clip here, you get a, a, a sense of the So you could, have, you could have a Catholic chaplain speaking with a Jewish patient or... Exactly, and in fact, I'll come back after the clip and talk about the key scene in the film, which is our Jewish chaplain doing something with Catholic patients. Wow. Let's hear, let's hear the clip. Hi, it's Chaplain Margaret calling. Is now a good time? Yeah, I remember. I have your number saved. Mm. What do you believe, like, happens after death? Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, I bless you. Amen. We cannot save our parents. We cannot save our parents, okay? These things happen. It's natural. curious if you feel like this residency has been successful. In that last moment there, she's saying to her supervisor, has it been successful? They're having a fight, right? I want to go back to the other scene that was also in that uh, trailer. She is asked to baptize a baby who has died, and the baby is in their mother's arms, 
it's one of a twin. One lives, one doesn't. It's a Catholic couple, but there's nobody else available. She runs around, give me a Christian Bible. And she says to somebody, what are you supposed to say? What's a baptism? <laughs> She's never done a baptism before. She practices for five minutes before she goes in. The holy water is in a plastic cup, right? It's an intense. <laughs> I'm not even talking about it. It's such an intense scene. And you're there with her. And you're asking yourself, could I do this? And then she starts to burn out. But so does her supervisor, right? He's having trouble. And they have a terrible fight. Uh, so you're right in there with them. Uh, so here you have two really intense films. One is fun and frenetic and has a lot of humor in it, even though it's about Parkinson's disease. And one is in intense and beautiful and meaningful and makes you think about that still small voice within. And do all the chaplains in this film turn out to have that still small voice within them? Well, they have to have it, but whether they can survive in the job is the question that comes up. I won't reveal the ending of the film, but you know, can we do this? The burnout rate is so high. It's so hard to. It's so Deal, hard. To dealing do. with grief is among the hardest things to yeah. understand. Yeah. So you see all the professionals, all the nurses and doctors there, um, also dealing with. It. But these people have a different job. You know that it it it, it impacts them in a very different way, uh, and the training sometimes you just wonder. Could you survive this job? A still small voice is available where? This is on Apple TV, I believe, but it's also, I've, I, when I look these things up, I find that they're available on every platform. Some are free, some you have to pay so for. So you're recommending both? I'm recommending still, both. Still, a Michael J. Fox movie and a still small voice. Watch them together, a one-two punch. Larry Hot, thank you so very much. You're listening to Talk the Talk with Bill Newman and